This is the Bible in one year, day 89. A hundredfold return. He was brought up on one of the roughest estates in Manchester. His father was an alcoholic. He left school at 15. He ran away from home. He lived on the streets. He joined a gang. He got involved in crime and ended up in prison. When he came out, he joined the army. He went through two divorces. In 1994, he walked into our church and did Alpha. He encountered Jesus and was filled with the Holy Spirit. He started visiting prisoners. He joined the HGB staff to head up the work in prisons. He started an organization to care for prison leavers. He set up a homeless project. He started a course to help those with addictions and courses to help those struggling with depression and debt. Under his leadership, Alpha for Prisons has spread through the prisons in the UK and 76 countries around the world. Thousands have come to faith in Jesus Christ. Hundreds of men and women have been placed in churches through the Ministry of Caring for Prison Leavers. Paul Cowley, author of Thief, Prisoner, Soldier, Priest, is an example of someone who was the good soil on which the seed fell. He has a noble and good heart. He heard the word, retained it, and by persevering has produced a crop hundreds of times more than was sown. He encountered Jesus as his saviour, sower, and shepherd. From Psalm 38 I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the mute who cannot speak. I have become like one who does not hear, whose mouth can offer no reply. Lord, I wait for you. You will answer, Lord my God. For I said, Do not let them gloat or exalt themselves over me when my feet slip. For I am about to fall, and my pain is ever with me. I confess my iniquity. I am troubled by my sin. Many have become my enemies without cause. Those who hate me without reason are numerous. Those who repay my good with evil lodge accusations against me, though I seek only to do what is good. Lord, do not forsake me. Do not be far from me, my God. Come quickly to help me, my Lord and my Saviour personal saviour. David, in the midst of all his troubles, suffering and persecution, turns to the Lord as his personal saviour, my saviour. You may or may not be facing the extreme difficulties David faced, but you can still follow this pattern today. First, ask. Cry out for help. I wait for you, O Lord. You will answer, O Lord my God. For I said, do not let them gloat or exalt themselves over me when my foot slips. Second, confess. Confess your sin. I'm ready to tell my story of failure. I'm no longer smug in my sin. Third, trust. For in you, O Lord, do I hope. Trust God to save you. O Lord, do not forsake me. Be not far from me, O my God. Come quickly to help me, O Lord, my Saviour. Lord, I ask you for your help to act today. Forgive my sin, O Lord. Do not forsake me. Be not far from me, O my God. Come quickly to help me, O Lord, my Saviour.
New Testament from Luke 8. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables so that, though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering produce a crop. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Great Sower A great deal of Jesus' ministry was about sowing seeds. Jesus went about proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God wherever he went. Our ministry today is often about simply sowing seeds. Sometimes this involves travelling to sow seed, for example on a mission trip. At other times, Jesus gathered people together and then sowed seeds. A large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town. I'm excited about our leadership conference which takes place each year at the beginning of May. This year, LC23 will be live from the Royal Albert Hall in London on the 1st and 2nd of May. Then, the best of the in-person experience will be streamed live and offered for free for everyone, everywhere, online on the 24th and 25th of May. Jesus did not do all of this sowing on his own. 
He had a team, at the heart of which were 12 men and also some women. Women played a very important role in Jesus' ministry. Among other things, they helped to support the team out of their own means. Jesus then describes what they were all doing in terms of the parable of the sower. They, like us, are all sowing the seed of the word of God. Don't be disappointed if not everyone responds equally. First, hard-hearted. Some won't believe. The seed on the road are those who hear the word, but no sooner do they hear it than the devil snatches it from them so that they won't believe and be saved. Second, faint-hearted. I've never met a strong person with an easy past. Faith is tested. Trouble in life is almost inevitable. Some seem to respond very enthusiastically, but it does not last. They have no root. They hear with enthusiasm, but the enthusiasm doesn't go very deep. It's only another fad, and the moment there is trouble, it's gone. Third, half-hearted. Others seem to be very responsive, but later they drop out due to the thorns of life, anxieties, cares, riches and pleasures. These are the ones who hear, but then the seed is crowded out and nothing comes of it as they go about their lives worrying about tomorrow, making money and having fun. Fourth, wholehearted. The first three categories lead to great disappointment and sadness. However, Jesus says, some will be responsive and steadily bring forth fruit with patience. Or as the message puts it, these are the good hearts who seize the word and hold on no matter what, sticking with it until there's a harvest. Earlier, he said that this crop might reap a hundred times more than was sown. I often say that running Alpha is the most disappointing thing I've ever been involved in. It's disappointing when people respond negatively or drop out. But as we read the words of Jesus, we should not be surprised by this. On the other hand, Alpha is also the most exciting thing I've ever been involved in. Those who do respond wholeheartedly to the seed that was sown, like Paul Cowley, have a huge impact, a hundred times what was sown. We see this time and again in the lives of those who come to know Jesus. They're filled with the Holy Spirit, go out and tell their friends, and make a great impact on society. These words of Jesus are not just about other people. It's about you and me. Every time we hear the word of God, for example, when we're reading the Bible or listening to a talk, be careful how you listen to the word of God. In one sense, the whole of your life is a response to the word of God. The more responsive you are, the more you'll be given. Lord, thank you for the power of your word to change lives. Help me not to be discouraged by the disappointments, but to keep on sowing the seed. Thank you for the great joy there is when we see seed take root in a person's life and produce a crop a hundred times what was sown. Old Testament from Numbers 27 to 29 Then the Lord said to Moses, Go up this mountain in the Abarim range and see the land I have given the Israelites. After you have seen it, you too will be gathered to your people as your brother Aaron was. For when the community rebelled at the waters in the desert of Zin, both of you disobeyed my command to honor me as holy before their eyes. These were the waters of Meribah Kadesh in the desert of Zin. Moses said to the Lord, 
May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. So the Lord said to Moses, Take Joshua, son of Nun, a man in whom is the spirit of leadership, and lay your hand on him. Make him stand before Eleazar the priest and the entire assembly and commission him in their presence. Give him some of your authority so that the whole Israelite community will obey him. He is to stand before Eleazar the priest who will obtain decisions for him by inquiring of the Urim before the Lord. At his command, he and the entire community of the Israelites will go out and at his command. They will come in. Moses did as the Lord commanded him. He took Joshua and made him stand before Eleazar the priest and the whole assembly. Then he laid his hands on him and commissioned him, as the Lord instructed through Moses. Numbers chapter 28 The Lord said to Moses, Give this command to the Israelites and say to them, Make sure that you present to me at the appointed time my food offerings as an aroma pleasing to me. Say to them, This is the food offering you are to present to the Lord. Two lambs a year old without defect as a regular burnt offering each day. Offer one lamb in the morning and the other at twilight, together with a grain offering of a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour, mixed with a quarter of a hin of oil from pressed olives. This is the regular burnt offering instituted at Mount Sinai as a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord. The accompanying drink offering is to be a quarter of a hin of fermented drink with each lamb. Pour out the drink offering to the Lord at the sanctuary. Offer the second lamb at twilight along with the same kind of grain offering and drink offering that you offer in the morning. This is a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. On the Sabbath day, make an offering of two lambs a year old without defect, together with its drink offering, and a grain offering of one-fifth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with olive oil. This is the burnt offering for every Sabbath in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the first of every month, present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With each bull there is to be a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil. With the ram, a grain offering of one-fifth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil and with each lamb a grain offering of a tenth of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil. This is for a burnt offering, a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord. With each bull there is to be a drink offering of half a hin of wine, with a ram a third of a hin, and with each lamb a quarter of a hin. This is the monthly burnt offering to be made at each new moon during the year. 
Besides the regular burnt offering with its drink offering, one male goat is to be presented to the Lord as a sin offering. On the fourteenth day of the first month, the Lord's Passover is to be held. On the fifteenth day of this month, there is to be a festival. For seven days eat bread made without yeast. On the first day hold a sacred assembly, and do not do any of your ordinary work. Present to the Lord a food offering consisting of a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With each bull, offer a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil, with the ram one-fifth, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. Offer these in addition to the regular morning burnt offerings. In this way, present the food offering every day for seven days as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. It is to be offered in addition to the regular burnt offering and its drink offering. On the seventh day, hold a sacred assembly and do not do any ordinary work. On the day of first fruits, when you present to the Lord an offering of new grain during the festival of weeks, hold a sacred assembly and do not do any of your ordinary work. Present a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old as an aroma pleasing to the Lord. With each bull there is to be a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with oil, with the ram one-fifth, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat to make atonement for you. Offer these together with their drink offerings, in addition to the regular burnt offering and its grain offering. Be sure the animals are without defect. Numbers chapter 29 On the first day of the seventh month hold a sacred assembly, and do not do any of your ordinary work. It is a day for you to sound the trumpets. As an aroma pleasing to the Lord, offer a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull, offer a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah of the finest flour mixed with olive oil, with the ram, one-fifth, and with each of the seven lambs, one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering to make atonement for you. These are in addition to the monthly and daily burnt offerings with their grain offerings and drink offerings as specified. They are food offerings presented to the Lord, a pleasing aroma. On the tenth day of the seventh month, hold a sacred assembly. You must deny yourselves and do no work. Present as an aroma pleasing to the Lord a burnt offering of one young bull, one ram, and seven male lambs a year old, all without defect. With the bull offer a grain offering of three-tenths of an ephah, of the finest flour mixed with oil, with the ram one-fifth, and with each of the seven lambs one-tenth. Include one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the sin offering for atonement, 
and the regular burnt offering with its grain offering and their drink offerings. Chief Shepherd As Moses comes to the end of his life, he sees the desperate need that God's people have for a leader. He prays to the Lord, May the Lord, the God who gives breath to all living things, appoint someone over this community to go out and come in before them, one who will lead them out and bring them in, so that the Lord's people will not be like sheep without a shepherd. God heard Moses' prayer and appointed Joshua as his successor. God said of Joshua, The Spirit is in him. Hands were laid on him. He was commissioned. He was given authority and he became a shepherd of God's people. Shepherd was a common term for kings and rulers at the time. Moses' concern for the Lord's people foreshadows Jesus' concern for his people. When Jesus saw crowds of people in his ministry, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. The image of the Christian leader as a shepherd is picked up in a number of places in the New Testament. Peter writes, Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Jesus is the chief shepherd. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. I know my sheep. He says that one day there will be one flock and one shepherd. The writer of Hebrews describes Jesus as the great shepherd of the sheep. The rest of the passage in Numbers, with its regulations for eating and drinking, religious festivals and the Sabbath, again points us ultimately to Jesus. St. Paul writes, These are a shadow of the things that were to come. The reality, however, is found in Christ. Jesus is the chief shepherd, the great sower, and the saviour of the world. Lord, I worship you today as the chief shepherd, the great sower, and the saviour of the world. May I in turn be a good shepherd, sow the seed of your word, and produce a hundredfold return. Pepper adds, Looking at Luke 8, I'm particularly intrigued by the women who travelled with Jesus and supported his ministry out of their own means. They included Susanna, Joanna and Mary Magdalene. They'd been healed or delivered from evil spirits. Joanna's husband, Chusa, ran Herod's household. Joanna supporting Jesus and Chusa working for Herod must have meant that there were some interesting conversations in their home. Then there was Mary Magdalene. She was singled out by Jesus and entrusted with this astonishing news. Jesus picked a woman with a terrible past to be entrusted with the most important news in the whole of history.